0: In this episode, we interview Andrew Hackard with Steve Jackson Games, and we do a game review of Shards Infinity board game app. Hey, nerds! It's Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Geeks of Cascadia. Exclusive tabletop game podcast for the uh, Pacific Northwest. All levels of gamers. Analog gaming. Tabletop news.
1: And and Stupid,
2: mindless There will definitely be some. That's probably our best. That's, that's, our, that's our best feature. You are listening to the Geeks of Cascadia podcast. This podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon.
0: This part of the episode is brought to you by Games Plus. From board games to role-playing games to miniatures, we have something for the whole family. Come to Games Plus in Lake Stevens, Washington. Now back to our show. Hey, geeks! It is episode 49 of Geeks of Cascadia. Woo-hoo. Wow. I'm your host, Blue Samurai, and I am with... Rebeculous.
3: And...
2: And I am still Paul.
3: Mm.
0: And we have a really cool show for Super you cool. today. So cool. Because we have, thank you, Greg Pratt, who was down at a convention.
3: Related to Chris Pratt.
2: No, he's not.
0: Okay. He's not related, no. Not at all.
3: Anyway, he
0: interviewed <laughs> Andrew Hackard... Steve Jackson Games, you know that guy. He made Munchkin. That's right. On Geeks of Cascadia, he talked to us. In fact, he talked to us before about about a year ago, year and a half ago, when I went to Gen Con. Did you guys know that I went to Gen Con? What is Gen no. Con again? No, it's Gen Con's amazing. Is mm-hmm. that a Northwest
2: convention? So for it's people named certainly Jen, certainly not. For those
0: all the Jennifers. It's oh. ginormous. And you went because that's your middle we'll, name. We'll talk about. it. Maybe in another episode. Okay. But anyway, we have Andrew Hackard. We also have a game review. Does anyone remember what that game review is? I believe
2: it's Shards of Infinity. It is it's Shards, a mobile Shards yes. of Infinity. Very cool. yeah.
0: By Temple Gates. Temple Gates. Thank you, Temple Gates, for uh, sending us
2: stuff. Yes. Somebody loves us. If anybody else wants to send us stuff, That's our good. P.O. box. Please
0: don't lose our email. Speaking of emails, Paul... How do they contact us?
2: Um the geeks of Cascadia at gmail.com. If
3: I point right here, then when people watch this, will they see that? They
2: might. Or if I'm feeling lazy, they might right. not. No, or you'll put it up here <laughs> or, 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 put or it right oh, here.
0: That's right. Or you can Facebook <laughs> us at Geeks of Cascadia. And we have a Twitter at yeah, Geeks of Cascadia. Yeah. Correct? I think so. And
2: we are on Instagram and sometimes we actually post photos. We are. We're trying yes. to get better at and that. And
3: YouTube. Did you, is on, that
0: yes. a given?
2: Yeah, That's, everyone knows that. Yes.
0: If you're listening to this and you want to see our <laughs> lovely faces. Yeah, uh, you do. Yeah, you and do. And see our gestures. Gestures. At least, I'm at least gesturing right now. Two of our three That's lovely
3: right. faces. And drinking our I'll let you decide who drinking I'm drinking our
0: delicious beer about. What beers oh, are we drinking yes. today? You start, you start. Rebac- well, I can't remember the
2: name
3: of it. All right, I'm drinking a big chocolate love from Salish Sea.
2: Salish Salish Brewing. Salish well, what Brewing. else do they make, Steve? Woo. The
0: Blackfish
3: Stout.
2: And where do they serve that?
0: Orca Con. How about that? Good segue, dude. Excellent. What are you you drinking?
2: I am drinking a Judgment Day from Lost Abbey. So yum. Because
3: he's judgmental.
2: Mm -hmm. So it
0: fits. So I believe we have some con news. What do we got going on? We have some con news.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's fire up the old iPad here since I've wasted so much time. Uh Uh-oh saying nonsense should
0: we move it to maybe gaming news no I got it I was going to turn it on
2: here here's one of my favorite things that happens in Snohomish County I've been trying to get to this day off but I keep messing it up it is called Tank Fest Northwest it is at Flying Heritage uh, and Combat Armor Museum Um, it was founded by Paul Allen Um, you just want
3: to sit in a tank don't you not Paul
2: Anderson not Paul Allen Allen, not Paul Anderson I would do this too if I were a billionaire the late great Paul Allen um, Saturday, May twenty fifth, nine a.m. to four p.m. And what they do is they uh, they pull up this, at this mm-hmm. this museum. They have a bunch of war machines, like from World War One and on, a lot of World War Two stuff. But everything works. Everything is operational. The Ooh, planes sweet. fly. It is so cool. These are get real to, tanks. These are real tanks. Do you get to drive them? You don't Sit get to them? drive them. No, you get so to you watch just, them. Oh. But, S- but still the, sounds the, fun. They drive around and they simulate battles. Oh. And... Um,
3: can I can I simulate, like, a protest? Like, can I stand
2: in front could, of a tank and do, you like... could do that, like, like Tiananmen plane. Square. Yeah. yeah, that'd be super cool.
0: You don't the know what dude that got is. Run
2: Look over, it up on Yeah, Steffi, if you're okay. so young, you haven't heard of Tiananmen Square, which none of our viewers are listeners to. Come on. <laughs> it's important. It's important <laughs> yeah. history. It is. <laughs> but, but examples of the operating vehicles they have going on. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. um, Earl Wagensavad, T-54, t- t- main totally battle tank... That. That's <laughs> I think that's sounded a pretty Russian. Okay. M four A one Sherman medium tank. M sixty A one Patton main battle tank. M five A one Stewart light tank. Ford GPW Jeep. Volkswagen. Don't, don't, don't Google this. Oh,
3: a Volkswagen. No. Type eighty
2: two. Where is this located? KFC, at? this is this... A, this is in Everett, Washington, near Field. Okay. Near the big Boeing plant, the one we think of as the real Boeing plant. And oh is, by the way, wow, that was like a dig. Um,
0: <laughs> these are actual tanks, actual so, tanks. Uh, i know that we talk a lot to tabletop gamers but we figure you're into miniatures
2: people these
0: are huge so the, yeah maybe yeah. You can do a real war game with this yeah sure maybe uh, maybe if maybe you they'll pay let them you. enough money yeah
2: okay yeah so um it's it's pretty cool mm-hmm. early bird tickets online uh, or is adults are 20 bucks youths are 15 if you are military mm-hmm military people Ooh, um, okay. get in for free. I should hope I like so. That.
3: I should hope so.
2: And children under five. All right. So that, again, that's May 25th. It's mm-hmm. Saturday. Super cool.
3: Well, why'd they draw the cutoff at five years old? That seems a little, uh, I don't know.
2: Six-year-olds are jerks. Yeah. You have kids, right? Yeah, I, I did, do. Yeah. Is that true? As yeah. soon as
3: they
0: turn six, they become just like, more, a little more jerky. Little more jerky. Mm, yeah. Okay. All right. So what else we got for cons?
2: We have um, more gore at the shores. Ooh. and Gore Games. This is an Ocean Shores. That is May 11th and 12th. I hope we get this up before then. I'm sure we will. We're super fast at this. <laughs> we try. We try. That'd mm. be funny and, if we didn't. Um, this, our lovely, dark, and creepy vendors will be at the Ocean Shores Convention Center along with our ever, first ever Gore Games join us both mm-hmm. days, Saturday, May 11th, and Sunday, May 12th. Our hours will, each day will be 10 to 5 p.m.
3: That sounds like there's going to be some...
2: There's going to be some throat, bo- some throat bro- cutting some bro- and some blood some and bender, stuff like that. Some dark sort of oh. stuff, cool. the, but but family games, uh-huh. so you can bring uh-huh. your kids. Stab them. Well, no, 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 no. We we, we can't condone that. Oh. <laughs> we're we're against that on this podcast. Yes. Oh. And sorry, I didn't know. Coming up at June 1st. Not much going on in May. I find that to be very strange. Okay. Um, Odd Mall Emporium of the Weird in Monroe, Washington, June 1st. And that's uh, over 100 local artists, crafters, makers of unique and unusual items, artisans, authors, food trucks, and more. Live demos of artists creating Fairy Princess Tea Party.
3: Why well, you looking at go. me? Oh, I you weren't looking at me. You were looking at him. Yeah, I thought him. maybe the me. Samurai wants to go yeah. to the Fairy
2: Princess Tea Party. He drinks tea. Free I can't He drinks tea all the time. It's free admission. No, he first and second.
3: Which is fine. That's okay. Yeah.
2: What's that? that? That's June 1st and all 2nd. Right. And finishing it out... We've got, in January of next year, OrcaCon, which we hey. mentioned earlier. Oh, okay. What's that? That is January 10th and 12th. We're still in early bird pricing, so you want to book early. Also, we're really concerned we're going to sell out. We, we do lots of um, registration at the door. We're concerned we're going to sell out really early uh, because we almost did last year. If we didn't have that minor parking issue, which we fixed,
1: yes, we certainly next. would
2: have sold out early on Saturday um but um we've we've corrected that problem but so we're gonna sell out this year yeah so you want to buy early you want to be pre-registered you want to get your room as soon as possible
0: yes definitely um so you mind if I add two more cons sure just case okay evergreen tabletop expo is coming it is back uh June 1st through the second it's at the DigiPen Institute of Technology in Redmond so check that out just go to etx WA.com to register. Um, Paul and I, were
2: we went there about two years ago. Two or three years got ago. Got a lot of content. That was the, yeah, that was like our, our first interview. Yes.
0: let's. I don't know if I can go. I don't know if I got drilled that day, but we should see if we can go to
3: that.
2: Uh,
0: I'm going to be working. So oh. maybe, don't you volunteer me.
3: Maybe. I'm not interviewing Rebeculous by myself. will be there. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Also, our one of our people that sponsor us is Dragonflight. I love Dragonflight. Yes, Dragonflight, August 16th through the 18th at the Bellevue Hilton, same place where OrchidCon is at. Check them out at dragonflight.org and get your tickets there. Uh, great convention, about the size of uh, OrchidCon, and there's a lot of opportunities to play games over totally. there. Totally, yes. yeah.
3: And watch movies.
2: Yes, and lots of demo and um, creators. Mm-hmm.
3: And, things
0: right. and things. And stuff. That's right.
3: Man, Dragon Flight Dragons makes me think of Game of Thrones, episode four. Oh. Hurt. Can we talk about episode I don't know three. if we can. But well, well, I well, just well, want to say, well, well dragons—that was not a spoiler.
0: Well, wait, are but, we doing this now?
2: No, we're not doing this now. Not okay. Spo- the, but there
3: was a natural segue. There is.
2: So what, what we're going to say is in the middle segment after the interview. Ah, okay. We're going to talk about Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. season eight, episode three.
0: Yes, and we will give you a spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Well, and about, we're you... telling
2: you right now there's spoilers.
0: Yes, but <laughs> in, yes, and in the notes you can actually click to go past that if you don't want to listen to it. But of course you want to listen to it. Exactly. And why would you – you would have watched already. If you're a nerd and a geek, you've definitely
2: exactly. seen it. Exactly. And to finish off the show, after the um, game review with Doug, we're going to talk about um, Avengers Endgame. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So another spoiler for that.
0: Yes. But in Anyone? the meantime, we need to find out what's going on in tabletop news especially uh, a special uh, Kickstarter. Excuse me. I'm I don't rude. know why you bit.
3: I don't think it picked that up. I don't think it picked up. It's for my awesome beer. So
0: you can make up
3: that rude thing that you just did by having an awesome uh, news review. Go ahead. Well, I don't know how awesome it is, but I feel like my game picks reflect my personality here. They're either Mm -hmm. drunken games or Mm -hmm. little kids' games. All right. So we're just going to do it. So I found this one called Stumble. Which is the drunken game. Mm-hmm, sounds like you. <laughs> and uh, it's got about uh, $347 so far on Kickstarter. They're looking for 1200 Look 12000 12000 oh. 12, and there's 21 days to go. But the reason I was attracted to this, besides the fact that it's got cool graphics and it's about drinking, is uh, it's this uh, 18-year-old kid. He hasn't even graduated yet from, uh, from, from Tacoma or something like that. And he came up with this game. And he cool. came up with it because he got a bad score on his... Uh, On some project he had, his teacher said he wasn't taking it seriously. I don't know what the project was, but somehow it led to this game. And it's basically a a kind of racing game with no cars or no bikes or anything. You're racing to a taxi. You've up up to five players. You've all had 12 drinks. And you're racing to a taxi, and you're knocking other people down. And you draw these cards that tell you what your action is and what direction it's going to go in. And all these cards and a board that is a maze. Uh, that changes depending on what cards you play. Um, whoever gets the taxi first wins the game. And
0: okay.
3: it's it's for people who love uh, punching your friends, this is a quote, and causing massive property damage to local establishments. That sounds great. Yes. I like that. Exactly yes. what you like. And, and the cards nice. and everything just look really cool, really simple. I love those simple card games that you just kind of do what the card says. So that's Stumble. And frankly, I'm going to get it. Uh, 2% funded. Come on. Alright, All right. this other one was just kind of cute. Here's the little, little little kid thing I thought oh, was Daryl's. Right. Dungeon Academy. Ooh. It's a little, little dungeon can okay. Super cute. Uh, and it's for um, these... Uh, it's for two to four players. And basically, you have uh, 16 six-sided dice and you're building your own dungeon. And each time you take a turn, you roll these dice and put it in this little mold and then you turn the mold over so that the play is different every single time. And with cards and tokens and these uh different die you assemble the best dungeon Mm -hmm. you can and it doesn't really say in here what is the best or how it is the best but it's uh again looks simple looks fun i like all the die um uh it's quick it's a quick game and it is also it is also it is also what it's I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's cute. Dungeon Academy. Great review. I know, right? I know. Well, but this one, hold on, though. This one. All right. This one's, okay. Yes, Yes. Yes. Uh, it's going to take me a while to draw it up, but okay. I remember it. It's mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, Moles and Mullets, and it's a game that takes place in the 80s. Oh, hence yes. the mullets. Yes, hence okay. the mullets. And it is, uh, you have to, the moles are a uh, rock band. And oh, whoever okay. has the best front man mole <laughs> and the best background moles. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's a card game and dice game mm-hmm. and it's just as cute as the Dickens. And it is also vastly under pledged right now. Mm-hmm. There's Stumble. Love how fast my technology works. Well, thanks works. to the
0: thousands of listeners that we have on wow. this podcast, They're we do, go, we do, don't we? That. Yeah, we're gonna put them over.
3: Hold on, hold on, I'm not done right. with uh, just you know. This is uh, this is this is I, not all of oh, us. There it is, right there. Not all of us okay. fancy computers like you do. So it's moles with Mullets card game, 122 dollars. Oh my God! And there's 10 days to go, and they don't even want that much. They'll make it. They will make it, and it's super cute. And I lost it again because my phone sucks. Won't tell you what kind of phone it is. But um, anyway, Mole's with mullets. Card game. It's quick. Again, kay. two to two to four Sounds players. Cool. 20, 25 minutes. I think is what it said. Super cute right. graphics and everything. And who doesn't like moles? Uh, and who doesn't, who doesn't like mullets? You had a mullet?
2: No, no, no? you never did. Um, I think
3: you maybe did. Did you have a mullet? No, uh, no I know. I had didn't. a freaking mullet. Well, I'm a lesbian. Okay. Well, okay.
2: you're also from the Midwest. <laughs> um, I've got one thing. Yes, for go K- ahead. Yes, please. Um, Planet of the Apes, the miniatures game from, oh, from WYSIWYG. That's right. Um, they have canceled their Kickstarter. Oh. They're going to retool it. Oh, no. And relaunch it. Oh. So that's too bad. But well, it's good they're coming back.
0: But if you go back in our previous episodes, you could find it and uh, listen to the interview. Were
2: yeah. they just short of the goal? Or? Um, it doesn't say they're, gonna, they're going to um, fundamentally change our way to communicate, even in English. Our visuals, our rules, et cetera. We want to show you that we that you wow. were right to giving us a second chance. Okay.
0: Fair enough, fair okay, enough. They're coming back. Fair enough. Anything else? If not, okay. Well, Afterlife Wandering Souls RPG is up on Kickstarter. Congratulations. Guess what? You're dead, however you seemed. To have not ended up in heaven, hell, or really anywhere, has that ever happened to you when you wake up Happens from a all the drunk time. stupor? Oh God! Well, not not anywhere. You manage to end up in an endless <laughs> desert filled with portals. By traversing said portals, you'll hopefully come across parts of your previous life, and you can figure out who you are, or were, and just what you were doing here. That's what that's I the thought story death behind would be like. Wandering soul, the new RPG that's up on Kickstarter right now. Oh, and by the way, uh, with the magic of the internet, I just go to Tabletop Gaming News. And I'm just kind of regurgitating it right here. But (laughs) check it out. Uh, I don't know if anyone played...
2: the kind of professional preparation that we do on this podcast.
0: That is right. That is right. But another good game, if you ever played miniatures. I played miniatures called Necromunda. It's been a while since I played it. But I really enjoyed it. And Forge World is taking orders for hired guns. Yar Yar Umbra, the deserter. Sounds like you're really going to drop the freshest R&B jam over SoundCloud. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just reading this right now. But really, they are a pair of mercenaries for Necromunda. You can go over the Forge World and
3: order yours right now. I want to. I want to interject on something yes. you you dissed me on earlier. No go. But ahead. it's so freaking cute to me. This All is right. this is like just sub nerd. This is nerdy of the nerds. Okay. It's backyard birding, and I love mm. this thing. And they actually just reached their goal of $8500. Cool. It's mm-hmm. a backyard birding game and it's uh it involves you you will learn with this game but it's not yes I know everyone hates so that when they actually the bird, learn. Do you shoot the birds? It's no you don't. You oh. you collect them and there's Close about 30, the the, <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yes. You go out with your nets and you just <laughs> you just collect the birds. It's a learning game. It's for 2 to 6 players. It's only takes like 15 20 minutes and by the time you're done with this game win or lose you probably will have learned some of the basic birds uh-huh. that you see in your day-to-day life, and that, sir, is enriching.
0: It is very enriching and enriching. Did and you know say wrenching? Also, I you did said not, wrenching. I did not that say came wrenching. out. But you know what is enriching is what's coming out by Paizo and the Pathfinders, the 10th anniversary, of Kingmaker Adventure Path coming next week. Maybe wow. you will play through the Kingmaker Adventure. Path and Pathfinder, and by the way, I'm playing it right now in Steam, kind of the electronic version, the uh, Kingmaker Pathfinder How do you find time Steam? to play all Many, these games? I, sometimes I do. Many others have heard of it, but never gotten a chance to get the books, as several have been long out of print. Well, those that want to relieve oh. the glory... Or try it for the I first time. Thank you for the burp. Paizo <laughs> is looking to bring the hardcover deluxe edition in honor of the 10th anniversary set. And I think lastly, unless we got some more stuff, no. Team Yankee, Oil War Spotlights, they've got miniatures. they got the T-62M and Iraqi Infantry. Um, well, I'm just reading here. As I'm sure we're all aware, the Middle East is a pretty volatile place. However, is it? with all the wars, oh, yeah, no, I been who there knew? once or twice yeah. who knew they have gotten on there the world of team yankee there's even more the oil wars book delves into that and the latest releases from Battlefoot continue in that direction check them out again check them out at team cool. yankee. wow there's
3: like a little like tank theme kind of going theme. on here yes. you guys yes wow. absolutely let's get tanked Woo-hoo! yes all right
0: all right, right. There we go. Can't do that. So, should what do you want to listen to first? You want to go to the game? Let's do the interview interview
2: first because I said because I said that's what we're doing. Oh, you did say that. that.
0: Well, let's (laughs) check out Andrew Hackard right about now. This section of the podcast is brought to you by Around the Table, Linwood's premier game store and hangout for game lovers of all ages. Buy a game, play one of ours, or join us for a drink. Whichever you choose, you'll have a great time. Around the Table Game Pub. Now back to our show.
4: So this is Greg Pratt. I'm with the Geeks of Cascadia. here at FnordCon one, hopefully. Definitely
5: one. It's it's, whether there's a two is what we're gonna find out.
4: I'm here with Andrew Hacker, our the munchkin bizarro.
5: It's good to see see you again. Glad you made it down to the sunny, warm central
4: Texas. Yeah, the oh thunder showers haven't stopped last I checked. Yeah. It
5: is Weather wasn't what we were hoping for for this weekend, but we're got, all inside playing games, so it doesn't really matter.
4: You know, convention hall, hot, steamy, and you know, hundreds of gamers. Sure. So, so how how have things been going down there with Munchkin and whatnot?
5: Things have been going very well. We've been showing off uh, Munchkin Warhammer forty thousand all weekend. Uh, this morning we had the special game with all the expansions
4: thrown in. We uh, oh, got a full blunder game with everything. Well, oh, no, oh, sorry, forty K.
5: All the forty thousand. Exp- yeah. Not, not all 40,000 expansions, all of the Munchkin Warhammer 40,000 <laughs> expansions. Um, feels like there's 40,000 some days. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're also we're currently running a Kickstarter for three new mini expansions for Star Munchkin, Munchkin Cthulhu, and Munchkin Zombies. And we've been showing those off in games
4: today as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I backed those. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about there. Go check them out on Kickstarter, folks. So you've got five days from this recording. Five um, days. Oh. So we got, what else we got coming up uh, that, you can, that you can talk about or can hint at?
5: Well, we announced, last month we announced uh, we're continuing with Warhammer. We're doing Munchkin Warhammer Age of Sigmar. That's going to be out this fall. And Steve revealed up on stage, although it was not much of a surprise, there will be expansions for that coming in 2020. <laughs> um, on the Munchkin side, I've got a couple things I can't talk about, but watch the skies. Keep an eye on sjgames.com or Munchkin.game. <laughs> Scott, that not, okay, no hint there? No hint, no hint there. Okay. You know. um, but, yeah, we're,
4: we're looking to expand a couple of lines and go in some new directions. So, Okay, that sounds intriguing. And uh, So, you, you haven't been up to OrcaCon yet, I hear. You yeah, know.
5: somebody's calling me out on that one. Um, I actually backed OrcaCon on Kickstarter, so I have a VIP pass waiting whenever I can get up there i'd uh, love to have you up there i would love to be up there i know donna and barry would love to have me up there uh, yeah. we used to game together when they lived down here
4: so okay yeah, they, they, they have some of the hard-working folks putting on orca for those who aren't familiar with it and so what else i mean so so what led you to be you know people of course how, how'd you get into this uh, this position it's how the lunch on goes did you
5: get this crazy gig so uh, well, I've been working for SJ Games either as a staff member or freelancer since April 2000. Okay. 19 years next week. Yeah, I know. And um, I, I left to take another job because I needed to recharge my batteries a little bit. Right. But in 2009, uh, Steve tapped me to come back and actually be the Munchkin line editor uh, because he needed somebody to do the administrator stuff
4: while he wrote right. more games. You've got to keep Steve making games. We do.
5: And then... Gave me the opportunity to start doing some writing, and for the last few years I've been pretty much the primary writer on the Munchkin line. Steve does a few things a year, but he's got so many other plates spinning. He's got Fantasy Trip now. Right. Ogre's coming back in a big way. Car Wars is coming up this year. Imagine that.
4: I might be familiar with that one.
5: Yeah. So I've been I've been doing that for ten years now, and it was just Steve gave me an opportunity to come back and keep working on it.
4: Okay. So Obviously, you, you, you're good with lots of puns. I can get. A, I would suspect. Yeah, it's, well, it's a sense of humor. At least that's what you claim, anyway. Yeah? It,
5: it is. It is, in fact, a Hackard family trait. My my father, my grandfather, aunt, and uncle, all of us are terrible. Terrible, people. Terrible, terrible, terrible.
4: <laughs> so okay. So so what 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 are are there any things that you reject out of the Munchkin puns that are just a little too far? Actually, all the time. Either I will write something, and go, no, that's not
5: good enough. Or Steve will look at it and say, that's funny and very obscure, so no, we're not putting it in the game. Um, There are a few that have actually snuck their way into print, but I'm not going to call them out.
4: Because (laughs) some people still like them, and I'm not totally ashamed. So so no over-the-top adult-themed version of Munchkin coming? You know, I'm not going to say never, never, but... (laughs) No, it doesn't fit in with Steve Jackson games. It really, really. It really doesn't.
5: Munchkin is, is ten and up, and we are we're, we're trying to hold that line. And we seems want,
4: like a good plan. We want
5: it to be a game that you can play with families.
4: So. Yeah, my my ten year old is a fan of several versions of it.
5: So we we encourage parents to look it over and pull any cards out that they think cross the line before <laughs> they play it with their their kids.
4: Yeah, well, you know how kids are. They'll they'll put it back in. Yeah, they will. <laughs> anyway, okay, so. Okay, so what's the greatest... Okay, so tell me a question that you would like to have someone ask you. I mean, maybe what the answer would be. I mean, you Um, could even ask all sorts of weird stuff over the years, I know.
5: Oh, I have. Um, Everybody always asks me what my favorite munchkin is, and it's like picking my favorite child. Yeah. Particularly when you have two dozen children.
4: Right. um, But but what's no one asked you? Is there something that you really would have loved to get asked to answer? Um, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, you are putting me on the spot. (laughs) Um,
5: I've been asked this a couple of times, but not very often. What would I be doing if I weren't working in the game industry right now? And the answer is I actually started as a teacher, as a high school teacher. I don't think I would still be doing that because um, teenagers are jerks. And, <laughs> and you're making games for them. Okay, I got it. <laughs> yes, but I'm making games where they can backstab each other. See, I'm working out some issues as I'm writing these games. Okay, um, I, got, I can see that. Uh, so, so, yeah, I don't know. This has been such a great gig. I it's, I hope it continues forever.
4: All righty. Uh, any last words you want to throw
5: in? Just uh, Geeks of Cascadia, thanks so much. And hopefully I'll be in your area of the, of the country sometime soon.
4: All righty. We look forward to seeing you if you can. Huh? All, right. All right. Greg Pratt with- all right. Thank you very much, Andrew.
2: What yeah. a great interview. Oh, I, I I love Greg for doing these things.
0: Oh, man. Thank you so much, Greg, for doing it. Thank that. you, Greg. Thank you, Andrew.
3: Thank you, Greg.
0: Um, the fact that you're willing to talk to us is awesome. Hope you listen to this. And by the way, we all need jobs. Uh, we have no
3: skills.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but... We can make coffee. We can roll dice. I can wash your car. I'm willing to do that. Run dry cleaning.
3: That he can do. I mean, that would be so
0: awesome. It's like, Mm. what do you do? Oh, I make coffee for Steve Jackson and Andrew Hackard. Mm. That is freaking awesome. That's my one job. That's right. And I'll be good (laughs) at it. So, what else we
2: got? Well, as promised, we need to discuss Game of Thrones. (gasps) Spoilers, 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 (laughs) spoilers. Spoilers. Um, season eight, episode three. Episode at least.
3: four.
0: No, we're gonna do three.
2: You have to talk about three. I'm sorry, four is next. I
3: can't three. remember back that far.
2: It was dark. It was really dark.
3: Yeah, I think the. Uh, yeah, because uh, in the in the that battle. Was, okay, I did not sit down at all. For in that. the battle.
2: The really? cameraman...
3: Yeah. It was tense, man. Come
0: they on. forgot oh, to take God. the lens cap off the camera. That's right.
2: Yes. I'm sure.
0: Or they were killed. Yeah. I don't
2: know. Something like that. Yeah.
3: Is <sighs> it? Mm-hmm. All right, so well, comments. Yes, you're leading this, so go oh, ahead. Oh, I'm leading this? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I'm I re- my beer first, uh, first and I want to say
2: I really enjoyed the episode. Yes. Yeah. It was a joke, really enjoyable episode. It was a
0: great episode.
2: Was it accurate militarily? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because Absolutely. the first thing you want to do is if the Night King is after Bran, Mr. Sit in a Chair, oh, <laughs> yes. take him the Dragonstone. Yeah. Retreat a little bit. Yeah. Then they got to walk underneath the water and everything. As exactly. they're coming out of the water, you just shoot them with your arrows.
3: Right. Oh.
0: But, and but all, if,
2: but if and you can't do that.
0: Oh, and also, <laughs> Bran's supposed to be this wizard. Like, I know, <laughs>
3: really. I mean, I don't think
2: he's yeah. even <laughs> all that. I mean, Burning hands? All he, <laughs> he, all he does is dead? sit
3: there and look vacuous and roll his Turn eyes up. He's dead. not really that valuable. not it? Isn't Am I wrong? I, I don't think I don't he's know. the key do you think to it. Maybe he
0: rolled a, a
2: one. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> maybe he did. He's
0: the worst yeah. wizard ever.
2: Yes, <laughs> he is the worst wizard ever.
0: <laughs> so, do you do you want my comments
3: on
2: militarily being a well, infantry officer? Well, yeah, I, I do. Look, so I have the same guys, feelings as you. Do you guys light okay. your swords
3: on fire so, when you go? Do you do well, that? We do. Before we go into the badass. charge,
2: yes. Let's say you're sitting in the dark and your eyes are all adjusted as best as they can to the yes. very dark night. Right. And then some lady lights your sword on fire.
3: Oh yeah. Some lady. What, yeah. what
2: what do you then see? You see your sword. I get out of my That's true. Else.
0: That's true. Your your night
2: vision is screwed. night vision at that is point. ruined. That's right. And then what do you do?
0: Good point. Um well I would be mad yeah. for one. But the other thing, why did she need to light the swords? Because they were made of that dragon glass. So no, really...
2: the Dothraki swords. No, they were they were the regular they were. swords. No, no, no. Are you sure? They were the same old. Those well, sword, you know, e- email us if we're wrong. They email us it, because well, d- if yes. Paul's wrong or I'm wrong. Yeah. At one one gmail.com.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were made out of dragon glass. No. No. Wait, you're right.
2: I am right. I saw one of them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, you're right. So. But I, you know but, what? Then they had to be flaming. Why? Because they're go- they're going. To- that's the only to them kill them. Pieces.
2: You gotta burn them. I, well, okay, but then I don't You still can't see anything. No, I, but it works so well. What should they have done with the cavalry? I,
0: I'll tell you. First of all, if you have cavalry, don't charge <laughs> in the middle of it. I don't know if you've you've heard the read the poem "Charge the Light Brigade." You can Google it. You don't just charge headlong. That is absolutely wrong. That's yeah, a bad use yeah, of can. Yeah,
3: and I'd like to say, that's not do or die. That poem is do and die. You're that's going right. to die, and die if you do that that
0: way. And, can's the front of you, can's the right. No, it's undead in front of you, undead to the right, And undead to the left. I would like to say, after yes. you no, no, go ahead. finish it.
3: Okay. For being like undead Mm -hmm. people with that like clever how they got past the fire like that was no problem for them yeah like they don't even they don't even get into this hairy discussion who's going to sacrifice themselves they just do it well they just do it It first of all when you have that was smart for zombies first of all
0: when you have experienced really good light cavalry like the dothraki you do not charge headlong in the, the undead you do a screening technique or you flank or you attack the rear area. Yeah, it doesn't that's seem like the a good do This is how it's right. been, been done that for stupid thousands business. of right. years. Yeah. Thousands of years. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, the defense of keeping everyone up close, that's not how you do it. You do defense in depth with layer obstacles and such. In fact, let's talk about the catapults. Did catapults? you guys see the catapults? Oh, well, those those the catapults. are great. You know, those are, you know, catapults like do artillery. You, use, you, you use keep those. them secure. We do. You know, yeah, we you use those cannons. Were the they
2: catapults or were they trebuchet? I don't know. I think that they're could trebuchet.
0: It could be trebuchet. Catapults But the, but the, the point is, 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 like the... you don't yes, put them yeah. in front of the infantry. No. That is ridiculous. <laughs> and let's talk about the infantry. Why did you put the infantry in front of the fiery pits? I, I, what? <laughs> why would you do that? It that makes no sense.
2: And About about the uh, the trebuchet, that once you mm-hmm. retreat, all the bad guys have to do is turn them around.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, they don't. <laughs> they just destroy them because they're undead. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. This is what I would have done. I would have put the infantry behind the fiery pits, for one. Okay. okay. And then, as the undead army stopped there and trying to figure out, oh, how am I going to cross it? I'd just rain those arrows on them with the dragon glass on them. be killing a bunch of them. And as they tried to cross, I'd be stabbing them. Just like, That's what I'd be doing. Right. Yeah. I'd actually do another fiery pit further off. So I'd have the Dathoraki, um cavalry kind of like pick them off and I had the the catapults take them out that's what i would have done
2: here's here's my question was that all the dothraki mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. every single one of them was that genocide well this one wasted charge oh, wow. sort of i
0: don't know it's a good question but not
3: really yeah okay. were they out but i can't say anymore are okay. they all dead but that might be right well
2: were there some in episode 4 yes i saw episode 4
3: See, oh we we Claim spoilers, so it's okay to say. Yeah, we we said spoilers. Um, Basically, but uh, and we all thought so. And I read some articles that said that was basically the demise of the Dothraki. But apparently, there's a few left. But like they were sick. It don't look good. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just a few that survived. It's gonna be hard for them to date and stuff
2: with their with their pickup lines. I would
3: like to say, in my own personal uh, observation, that when I was uh, younger, you know, I used to think infantry like was like a group of infants.
2: Yeah. I'm
3: going to yeah, Little diapers. What? Little diapers what? with little their bayonets. With their binkies. Oh, no. <laughs> the infantry. No. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: it's, not, not there. it's not that? No, it's
3: not. Oh. Totally not It'd that. It'd be big babies, like Bam Google Bam that. or
2: something. Google other, Google. other than that. Okay. Um, That's so just
3: my own personal observation.
2: Does Jon Snow now think he has the power to yell at dra- dragons a la Skyrim? You guys haven't played Skyrim. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand So, so one reference. of your powers in Skyrim, mm-hmm. where, you, where you fight dragons, is just shouting, it's like, oh,
3: did he do that? Did he, he shout he, he to his at, dragon? He, he yelled, I couldn't hear anything. He yelled it at was... the ice
2: dragon and it shattered. So now he probably th- probably thinks he has a special power.
3: Is that what happened? I thought it I don't, shattered with I don't the It did, eye. but he shattered. didn't see that. He didn't... Sh-
2: he yelled... Shatter? He ran up to the dragon, a la uh, Jon Snow, because he's Jon Snow, yelled at it, and oh, it shattered.
0: Because you're thinking that... <laughs> because the dragon disintegrated about the same time. Arya. For,
2: yeah. From his from John's Arya. perspective, he he, he, he made Love the her. dragon shatter She's... by yelling at it.
3: I don't think he thinks that.
2: I don't know. He might. He's, he ain't the right. He's I, pretty. I he's this. pretty,
3: but dumb. He's
2: no Rob yeah.
0: Stark. He's a great individual fighter and very heroic, but in terms of a field commander and a general, he's crappy. And
2: yeah. apparently, he's also great in the sack.
3: I guess but, if you're his aunt.
0: <laughs> don't know how that helps. And don't you?
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy.
0: Oh, sorry.
2: Do we have another review that we're doing, or do we? Yeah, we have a Mark. review. Yeah, we're doing a review. Should we should we, should we, should we go off this into the review? I don't,
0: unless you want to talk more about uh, it. I, well, so it's com- like
2: Arya's hand, Michael Jordan's, switch. Oh, oh, oh,
0: oh, Actually, there oh. is one other thing Leanna Mormont. Oh, the little bear. Dude, I'm very
3: sad. Yeah, but what
2: you know a what? way to go, man. I want to raise. I had my fill. Yes. I want to raise a glass no. to you. No. She's, sure. She's, that was great. Well, I will do that. that but was I, I was up to my I don't desk. think I'd
3: yeah. have the balls to do that. I don't think I would. You know why she I died? I think I'd probably pass out from fear. Just be, like.
0: She was tough. I'm a coward. You, you know why fully she died? admit it. Because she got popular. The moment that first you saw her talk, people went, I love her. She's great. She's got spunk. And She's then, got chutzpah. And that's why the the, people, the directors went, you know what? They love her too much. Let's kill her.
2: Yep. And you know exactly what also what happened. they've you know, noticed? What? They've noticed that we love Danny and they're making us not like Danny bit by yes. bit. Okay, stop yep. pounding your yes. your I didn't come on, Thor. pound it I stop just stop pounding it down. your beer on the table.
0: Jeez. Right. So uh, I think we should go on to the Shards next of review. Infinity Yes, Shards of
3: Infinity um, Shards of Infinity. I think it's just Will that come over stereo if people
2: like well, how No, I'm, he he dumbs it down to mono. I do. I do. I'm sorry. you have
0: mono? I, I do. Wow dude. Yeah, I know. So yeah. I think Doug is doing this review, so let's turn it over to Doug, Doug. right about now. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Dragonflight, a tabletop games convention dedicated to promoting the educational and social benefits of gaming in the Pacific Northwest. Sign up now at dragonflight.org. Now back to our show.
1: Hey everyone, it's Doug again here with another Geeks Tabletop Game Review Uh, This review, we're doing Shards of Infinity, which is coming to PC, Android, and iOS on May 6th. That may have already happened by the time this review comes out, but I've got uh, an advanced copy to kind of go through for you. Shards of Infinity is a deck-building-style board game uh, with some versus elements in it, similar to Star Realms and Hero Realms. Uh, Originally, this was designed by Justin Gary and Gary Grant, Uh, Those guys also designed Ascension, which is another popular deck building game. And this game has some similarities to Ascension uh, in it. This digital version was developed uh, by Temple Gate Games. They've also done Ascension VR that's on Steam. They've done Race for the Galaxy. As you can see, if I pull up the store here, Race for the Galaxy out now. Um, Like I said, I've got it here on PC, but it's also... Android and iOS. It's only $7.99, which isn't that bad for a game uh, like this. Um, So I've got it here. I've basically done some basic play on it. Um, Look through the store. The rules are actually really nice. We've got the base game here, which if you click it it'll open up a PDF in your web browser also got some digital rules giving you some basics Uh, just for shields and the dominion and unity. Not so much of a definition here, but there's more of it um, that you'll see as you kind of play the game. The tutorial is nice, kind of gives you an overview of how the game is played. Gems are your money. There's the deck building aspect, power is your attack, which is kind of similar to uh, Ascension, where you have power to defeat monsters. This game it's versus, so you have power to help defeat your enemies. There's also mastery in the game, which we can have a look at. I'm just kind of going to go through here. We've got command series to give us some gems, which can let us fast play the shard abstractor, which I'm getting ahead of myself a bit to gain some mastery. But I'm going to kind of hop out of here and go back and just kind of start a basic game for us. So new game, game plays up to four players, which is always nice. Um, I'm gonna have it set for three players. We can do pass and play. So if you've got this on a mobile device, phone or tablet, you can do pass and play. So if you're with a group of friends, you can, one person takes their turn on the tablet and passes it to the next person. Very simple like that. Just gonna do simple, easy, and then hit create. Now, for reasons that I made it multiplayer, is that whenever you attack a player at the end of your turn, you can divide up the power that you have between those two players, and so we're going to play out our crystals, which are gives us our basic gems to buy things. I've got a blaster here for my power, and we've got this shard reactor. So looking at here, right clicking it, we can see it's going to gain us two gems. But if our mastery, the thing that we're kind of trying to build up is at five, we're gonna gain three instead. Same thing, if we have 15 mastery, we're gonna gain four instead. So I'm gonna play this card, giving us five total gems. We've got cards out here in a row. They're called allies now in this game, where in Ascension, they were heroes. Kind of some similarities there. Also, between the factions, we've got Undergrowth, which is your Lifebound, Hemodius, which is your Mechana, Order, Enlightened, Wraith, which is also your Void. So, you can see the similarities between this and Ascension. Um, but it's also got that um, mastery to take into play. So, we've got some allies here, We've got which are your basic heroes. We've got champions, which basically act as your constructs from Ascension. These will stay in play as you play them. And they've also got a health value on here, which your opponents can attack directly to make you discard them. So there's also some basics like that, taking from um, Star Realms and Hero Realms a little bit, where you've got these bases or heroes in play. This one seems pretty nice. I can use them on my turn to gain a gem, and then the next Hamodius champion I recruit this turn goes directly into play. So that's very useful if there's some Hamodius champions already in the display. I think I'm gonna go for... I did undergrowth last time and that worked out really well because it gives you heals if you've got more undergrowth um, or sometimes more power. Now I've also got these mercenaries here. They've got a red circle around their cost. Mercenaries, you can what's called fast play them. Basically you pay for them. You play them directly from the, uh, the row here and rather than going into your discard pile afterwards it's just going to go directly into onto the bottom of the draw deck. So there's a little bit of difference that way, where you can just basically play them fast um, and get their effect immediately. It's very good towards the end of the game where if you're wanting more power just to kind of finish off your uh, opponents, or if you want to fast recruit to gain a bunch of health, there's those options as well. I think I'm going to go for some power from the wraith cards, and... We've also got this guy here. He has a shield on it, so whenever you have a card with a shield in your hand, if you get attacked by your opponents, you can reveal it, and it basically prevents damage equal to the total shield value that you reveal. And this one's really nice because you can return a champion from your discard pile to your hand. So any time before your next turn, um, if your champions get discarded, you can get it back, which is also useful. We've also got this basic function on your hero card or your faction card where you can focus to pay a gem to basically gain a mastery. And the mastery is important as you will see, um, like I said on the shard reactor, but there's also a card, the infinity gem. I'm just gonna go and end my turn. I wanna pick this guy up, damage. I can split damage like I said before, I'm just gonna send it to AI number two. And here we've got to basically, what you're working towards. If you ever get to 30 mastery and you play this Infinity Shard, it gains you infinite attack, infinite power to basically wipe out all of your opponents that one turn that you play it. So anytime one of your opponents gets to 30 mastery, you know it's gonna be pretty quick before they wipe everyone out. So preventing your players from doing that by knocking them out before that happens um, is the way to go. So we're gonna go here play all of these. What did I get last time? Because we can look at our discard pile. So I've got some good attack. I want to go... There's no card draw, but I like cheap uh, health. Um, So we're going to just basic recruit that. And I think we're going to basic recruit that one as well. Damage, I've got two attack. I'll split it very well. So that's basically the game Uh, you play until you're the only one left or there's only one player left alive starting at 50 health. It does take a little bit of a game. It's basically like 15 to 20 minutes, so it's not that bad. Um, There have been a few times that I've played this where there have been some runaway victories from some people. I don't think I want to focus this yet, so I'm just going to play that. I would like to draw two cards just immediately. That's a little bit better. Um, I like this one. Uh, We'll just regular recruit that focus. But yeah, that's the game. I really enjoyed this game. I picked up the, the physical copy a few months ago. And upon reading that it was kind of another Star Realms and Hero Realms game... I kind of put it off to the side. But I picked it up uh, a few days ago to play with some friends. And it actually kind of changed my mind on it a little bit. Um, it's fast-paced, which I know Star Realms and Hero Realms are like that as well. But it's there's a lot of checking going on between um, players, which I know that can happen as well um, with uh, Star Realms and Hero Realms. But I... I like this a lot more, I think I'd rather play this more than those two. So I'm going to do a little trick here where I recruited that Wraith card wherever it is. So I gain a bonus from my Wraith Skirmisher to give me 6 power, that's pretty good. And that one I'm just going to banish a blaster because I've already got basic attack cards. But I've got 8 damage and no gems to buy so I can look over here see if they have any champions in play so I can attack, but I think I'm just gonna send all of it at AI player number one. So yeah, if it's after May 6th, go ahead, and pick this up if you want it, very good game, or you can go get the physical copy in stores. It's only 24.99, so that's not bad as well for the game that you get. Also, there is an expansion coming soon, like I had here in the store, the expansion, Relax of the Future, coming soon. It's also a Roll for the galaxy coming soon which i know we promised to review the physical game for this um, and that's going to be a complex day but i hope they uh translate the rules explanations uh, for role for the galaxy a lot better than what's in the rule book because i know i struggled a bit to figure that stuff out uh thanks for joining in if you got any recommendations for us to review or you want us to review a game uh, that you've made Uh, Go ahead, send us an email, geeksofcascadia at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter, at Geeks of Cascadia. Pretty much anything Geeks of Cascadia, you can find us there. Um, But yeah, we've got a few in the pipeline. I want to review Wingspan. I've played that a couple times, and that's just a really great game. But kind of got to wait for copies to come in, which I'm expecting hopefully in the next couple weeks. But thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.
3: I love that game, Shards of Infinity, in Infinity of Shards. I want that. Really? I'm gonna get that. Totally T- gonna. Tell get me that. about it. Do you? <laughs> oh my gosh, there were so many shards it went on
2: to <laughs> infinity. Yes. On and on and on. let try.
3: Hey, thank you, Doug,
0: for <laughs> doing an
2: interview. I appreciate that. And thank you, Temple.
0: Temple Gates. Temp- Temple Temp- gates. gates. Woohoo! Yes. Yes. Very cool. So I. Th- is that about it? Speaking of Infinity, we Infinity Stones. That was great. That, that. great. that was
3: just the greatest. Uh, I'm, I'm
0: sick, the game.
2: master yeah. of the segue. Again, spoilers, 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 spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> oh, such
0: spoilers.
3: Um, Bring your freaking hanky. End that's game. a spoiler. Did you
2: love Endgame?
0: I did, except I was sad because I didn't sure. think Tony Stark was going to die. Mm. I, thought, I thought Steve Rogers, Captain America, was going to die yeah. and not... Tony Stark. So that kind
2: of I, threw me off. I, I have to say, I knew that Barton was going to feel some pain sometime in this movie. I didn't realize it would be at the beginning yeah. and so horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't even know anything bad is happening anywhere. Yes. He's just, he's just about to eat hot dogs. I know. I was... And his family disappears. So that was a punch in the gut. Yeah. That well was, done. That was hurting. Well done. <laughs> that
3: was hurting. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do you think his daughter is going to be the, well, in the comics, he his, was there's teaching Kate her how to, Bishop yeah. was the new, kind of like the new Hawkeye, but this obviously the Marvel Universe is a little different. Is uh, his daughter going to be the new
3: Hawkeye? Maybe. You he saw her shoot a bullseye, bullseye after
2: bullseye. It was she about 10 eye. feet.
3: Well, so, she's <laughs> like 10, so it doesn't matter.
2: She should be trained up by now. Yeah.
3: I thought the 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 Hulk in between thing was kind of odd.
2: I thought it was they made a little him, odd. I thought they you made it like to me. No, I love Hulk. It's like the ninety. I love Hulk, but it's, he was
3: like. In be- they made is. him
2: into the Beast. He's the Beast yes, now.
3: Yes, yes, he's oh, the Beast. It, it, it's a reference
2: to different I think, in the nineties the yeah.
0: yeah. where they made the Hulk, you know,
2: smart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. I love that. Oh, I thought, I, all I could see was Kelsey Grammer, as the Beast. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm.
3: I was actually really pleased that I only had to leave the theater once to go to the restroom. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be a new record. You know I what? purposely did not drink beer because when? I did wow. not <laughs> want to that leave that theater. I know. I know. You know what a wow that is. When did is. you leave to pee? Um, I went was it poo? Uh, at uh, Iron Man's uh, funeral and they're all standing on okay. his cabin in black. And oh, I just went right when they time. did that. At, yeah, I did. Yeah, oh. no beer. I know. Mm-hmm. I did on purpose. Did you miss the Steve Rogers thing? The Steve Rogers thing?
0: Yeah, where he came.
2: He's an old man. Yeah, he's an old. On man. A bench. No, no, I didn't miss that. Okay. No. that was a little. She's really was... fast. She is the fastest. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you'd leave oh, out the God. hand
3: washing and. Still
0: so Black lot Widow, dead
3: or still alive?
2: Dead. I think she's still yeah, alive. She's, she's dead. 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 No,
0: no she's dead. no, she's dead. They're making a movie. It's got to be alive. Prequel. Well, you
3: would have to go back in it's a time. Even How yeah. do you know?
2: Yeah. I heard things from people who know things, people that I work you
0: with. You don't know.
2: Jack. Here here's my question. Steve Rogers goes goes back in time. First question. Does he go to nineteen forty five, Peggy, or does he go to nineteen seventy Peggy?
0: Oh, it's got no. It's 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 forty because you saw the car okay, and the dress yes. and the music.
2: So, the house or,
3: so yeah. was he still Captain America, but he was just living that, with that, Peggy. That
2: goes back into my question. Okay. you're Steve Rogers in mm-hmm. 1940, 45, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't save Bucky, and you don't defeat Hydra. Well, before mm-hmm. all this stuff is happens, is that why he didn't well, give
3: Bucky the shield? And, Cause Bucky. And I, wa-
0: and I want you to think about think about this. Okay, so in the normal storyline: Peggy Carter, without Steve Rogers, ends up marrying and having kids. Uh-huh. Okay, but uh-huh. in but in Endgame, Steve Rogers goes back.
3: Well, wow, so he took away her so children.
0: So, did he kill those kids? Oh my God!
2: Oh. He's
3: a child killer.
0: Did think he? about that. Wow, dude. Or had she already my had own.
2: the kids and he killed them?
3: Or,
0: <laughs> or, when Peggy uh, on her deathbed, she was talking to Steve Rogers and she said, "You know, she's married. She has." Uh, did she know that it was Steve Rogers?
2: She, uh, I don't think she knew a whole lot at that point, because she had some dementia things going on there. So, was she talking to Steve about Steve? I don't know. She may have been. Maybe. But he doesn't solve, it doesn't he doesn't t- p- pull Bucky out of Hydra and stop him from being tortured all the time you know, and killing people.
3: I've just never was really even attached to Bucky. Can I just I say, love, that? Really? is everyone going to hate me? Uh, no, he's just, no. he's just He's just, you know, maybe, I don't know. He doesn't have that magnetic, I don't know what.
0: Or maybe it doesn't matter because there was an explanation by the uh, ancient one saying, or not the ancient one, or maybe it was uh, Tony Stark saying that you're. Your past is your future. It doesn't really matter. Do remember that? Yeah. I said yeah. that a couple times. I didn't understand that.
2: No. That was, that was, okay, here's my thing. I love time travel in movies. I hate it when you use it as a solution. Yeah. It's lazy. It's like waking it's up, up from a dream. dream. It's like, That's oh, right. it was all after, a dream. After, what, 23 movies? Yeah, right. it, it's time travel. Those really? Russo
0: brothers, you suck. I, 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 I enjoyed this whole thing. But, could have done better
2: I, like the, uh, I like the Iron Man's last <laughs>
3: words there. You after Thanos says, I am inevitable, and he's like, and he yeah. sees the shit's not there in his gloves, and he's like. I
2: liked Pepper. We're oh, going to be okay. Pep. Whatever yeah. she said. It's like, yeah. So finally he can rest yes. because he was so worried about the world. hmm So she tells him everything's okay, and then he passes. That's that was what's nice. Right. So, the Spider-
3: Did you cry? Did no. you? No. Really?
0: Spider-Man Homecoming, which is coming soon, is that before the snap
3: or after the snap?
2: But, um, I don't know. I don't know
0: either.
3: Guess we'll find out. I don't know. I'm not up. I'm not that up on Spider-Man.
0: Well, we are running out of time. We, we are out Five out. more minutes. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons wa- uh, tr- Water deep dragon heist. Time for, for more plan. beer. I'm still too and sober. Time for more beer. So I guess we should wrap it up. Yep. Um, hopefully, you'll get to um, hear the interview that we do with Steve Jackson. Hopefully soon, maybe the next episode of the episode after that. Sure. So we'll be looking forward to that. But in the meantime, embrace the nerd, and I hope you make that saving throw. podcast this podcast is brought to you by OrcaCon
3: okay and we can't tell you about four sing it again sing it again death and boobies death and more? boobies death and boobies death and boobies death and boobies oh that's off key that's
2: okay that's I was great. hoping Polly would come no, in one more time ow ah that's and better Three.
3: and I'm what deaf. a
2: great interview